What is up, everybody? Welcome back to the Alfie and Adam Home Improvement Show, where tonight we'll be discussing everything from finishing sheetrock to repainting rooms, installing new vanities, uh, mirrors and tile and uh, lighting fixtures. And uh, for all of you uh, deep woods people, we might even uh, discuss how to, re- you know, re-sew underwear if it so uh, comes to it because it's crazy times. So as the intro s- lovely stated, uh, we're joined tonight with Adam, Gerald, uh, who was on the last episode, which was uh, three months ago. <laughs> wow. Yeah, it sounds terrible even saying that. Uh, but we were doing a show that was a preview of the coming Chili Bowl. And since uh, the Chili Bowl, we immediately jumped right into Motorama. And then after Motorama, I think we were both uh, burnt out from RC and didn't even <laughs> want to really talk about it or see it. And... Um, then all this craziness of uh, uh, COVID-19. Um, not going to say much on that. Uh, this this is a hobby show and the hobby is my escape. And uh, so I want to keep it that way. I just want to say that I hope everybody is uh, using some wisdom and uh, being safe. And um, hopefully none of you guys get it or none of your family members get it. But... Now, on a serious note, the RC Dirt Oval podcast is back. So, Adam, my friend, how you doing? Pretty good. Um, using this uh, little bit of downtime we got uh, to do some uh, home improvement projects to try to get done before <laughs> racing so it doesn't interrupt my racing. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I'm kind of... Well, let's, I'll put it like this. We have a phrase we use in our house a lot, uh, called voluntold instead of volunteered. (laughs) Uh, I was kind of voluntold that, uh, we had to redo three rooms in our house, uh, during all of this, uh, which is cool. Uh, they've been needing it. And, uh, so yeah, I'm kind of the same mindset. Uh, let's get them knocked out. And, uh, when all this crap clears, uh, it's time to go racing. That's right. But I have this feeling, I saw somebody had a meme about it the other day. There is no doubt in my mind, when we can go racing, I won't be ready to go racing. Oh, I am I'm probably won't either. I'm sitting here looking at cars and pieces still. You think we'd have it ready. I've I've raced twice now. Yeah, yeah. I just... Was it a week ago? I think it was just a week ago when I finally unloaded the trailer from Motorama. Um, and uh, for those in the listening audience, never ever buy a lipo from me because as I unloaded cars, <laughs> I saw them still plugged in from uh, February 14th. So, yeah. Yeah. If you ever see me selling lipos, low IR, low use, yeah, just just hit the next button, please. <laughs> next. <sighs> so, um, I think we left the last episode kind of hanging on. Uh, will the chili bowl live up to your expectations, or not? 
So we'll, we'll start with that question. If you can remember that far back, did yeah, the, the chili-, chili bowl live up to your expectations? Yeah, I definitely had a lot of fun. That was, I think that was where I left it was, that was my expectation was to have fun and to learn a lot. And boy, did we learn a lot. And <laughs> man, there is it. You can, you can see who the guys that go there to race are. They are definitely putting the work in. They're fast. They, they drop their car down the first day. They're fast. They're mm-hmm. still fast at the end because they're constantly digging for more speed all week long. Oh yeah. Yeah. It was, I, I told a lot of my, my friends, it was evident the night. I don't think it was load in night. I think it was the next night. So that would have been, um, the practice and, uh, seating night. And that was like the longest day of the week. Um, when I looked up, to leave basically at the point where Scotty was kicking us out of the building. Um, you had the custom works guys were still there being kicked out. Uh, Arnie and Nathan and, um, crap. Who was pitting with him? Jim, uh, they were still thrashing and the, uh, GFRP five, seven guys were still thrashing. And I mean, it's, those were your a main guys and like you know i mean if that's not the lesson of the week um you never stop digging (sighs) i mean it just that to me right there was like okay all right i I see what it takes you know to not only do you have to have an insane amount of talent you got to put into work too and, and and those guys were doing it yeah, yeah, and I think that they do that so they don't have to come back early the next day. They can sleep a little bit later, and they're not digging, thrashing when they get back the next day. Uh, man, I don't know, you know, because like, um, so I'll I'll say I had the privilege. Um, uh, Dustin Malicote offered to let me pit with their team guys uh, for the week, and being just a hack from the East Coast, I was like, man, get to pit with the pro guys and the soak up the information I'm, I'm taking it. Right. And, uh, so I was right, right in the midst of it. And, uh, Chad Jones, man, I mean, he, he would, he would be there with me when the doors open in the morning and, and Scotty would kick him out pretty much every night. Um, so, I mean, he was, you know, if he wasn't thrashing, he was prepping something, whether it was, you know, uh, building a diff or, uh, gluing up more tires, breaking in more tires. Um, yeah, I mean, it, sun up to sun down. Them dudes were, those dudes were wrenching. I do want to, Adam, I want to brag on you for a second, man. You made the A main in B mod. I did. I did. Yeah. And it wasn't easy. No, <laughs> no. No, and for and so for those who you know don't know Adam like I do, um, Adam runs the track, and I think last summer I maybe saw you actually like run one race at your track, and even then, I mean you weren't into it; you were right busy being race director. And I know you traveled to one or two races, but like you you don't have a lot of wheel time being a race promoter. And so 
I thought that was even more impressive, um, you know, to go there, uh, only, you know, been in it a couple of years and not really have a ton of wheel time to, uh, go in and, and park it in the, uh, in the A and, um, uh, you were having a decent run till you broke. Yeah, it was. I, um, I believe I started like eighth or something. I had one of my qualifying rounds. I stripped a diff out plastic diff in the, in the rear and, and it is tough to catch up when you, when you fall back in those points like that, then came to the B main <laughs> finished second. Yeah. So would that put me eighth, ninth, something like that? Ninth. Um, ninth yeah, ninth and was up running in six and still gaining. I kind of let everything weed themselves out and let everybody run into each other up front and was starting to make my charge towards the front. And, um, I'm not even sure what ended up happening. Uh, stripped a gear of some kind, whether it was a spur, might've been the spur. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think so. Spur. Yeah. I, think I got, gotten hit in the beginning of the race right in turn one and two. And, it was just a matter of time and it, it waited for a little while, but uh, it ended up stripping out, but it was, it was a lot of fun. I can tell you, I, um, I, the one thing I did learn is you can be fairly calm until Scotty starts talking about you <laughs> and then it's all over with. I've never shook so bad. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I, I know there was, I don't even know what class I, I don't even remember. I literally remember. I was having a good run in one race and yes, yeah, Scotty started talking about me and like my leg literally started like shaking bad and I'm going, what the heck is this crap? <laughs> you know, but, um, you, you know, the truth is it's, it's that it's the, it's the stage you're on and, uh, man, for me, it's the exhaustion. Sure. It's a lot of that. I'll say, man, that's my only thing is like, that's an Ironman event because, you know, at least, at least with the schedule I was keeping, um, with, you know, with the GFRP guys and, and thrashing late and getting there early to thrash. I mean, man, I would beat it at track it 630. 645 something i mean i i was there 15 minutes before the doors opened every day and then uh, however late until scotty kicked (laughs) us out really man i mean you know and then try to grab a quick bite to eat go back decompress from the day shower fall out and struggle to get up the next morning um you gotta you you got to be on it, man. It's a <laughs> I hate to say this. It's a young man's game. It um, is, and and then don't try to drive from Delaware out there. I think that's going to be a good idea either. Uh, you get a lot less sleep that way. Yeah, yeah. You, yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I know. I mean, it's no joke. I know. Even flying, um, it was still a heck of a trip. Um, and if anybody was on the airplane with me on the ride home, I apologize. I have a, <laughs> I had a major snafu in my laundry planning and, uh, I ended up flying home in the clothes I wore, um, the last day at the chili bowl. Cause all my other stuff I'd already washed and packed. Um, 
But the good thing was, I think 75% of the plane was either RC guys or full-size chili bowl guys. So I, it was just a common odor. Everybody smelled like dirt, <laughs> dirt and tire prep. Um, all right. So uh, you said you learned a lot. Let's, what was the biggest thing you learned? Wow, tires. And I have never, I had never had any imagination the tire game <laughs> and tire prep regimen was what it was out there. It's just, you really got to stay on top of it. Got to stay on top of it. And you got to, you got to keep digging with your tires and um, making sure you got the right ones on and a couple different sets and different heights. Um, I, the other thing I learned and it's, I got to give the, I got to give Dustin's guys, his team guys, a lot of credit. Uh, no matter what I asked them, um, they were right there to help and drop what they're doing. I mean, you talk about Chad and always working on something, Chad would drop what he's doing and, take my car, plug into it, check some of my settings and change a couple of them around. And, you know, Brian, he was good. Um, Dustin, if I needed a part and say, Dustin, make sure, yeah, make sure you build me for that. Okay, <laughs> I will make sure you build right. me for that. Okay. I will. Um, yeah, I'm still waiting on that bill. I didn't get a whole <laughs> lot, but I'm still waiting on that bill. <laughs> yeah. I, you know, I can't look. And I think, I think he would tell you the same thing. You know, when, when Dustin's at a race, he's there to win it. Right. Like, right. Uh, win on Sunday, sell on Monday. And he's just, he's a competitive guy. Um, so he's, you know, he's very race focused, you know, guys, guys get the vibe that he's, you know, arrogant or a prick or whatever. Um, he's there on a mission. Um, you know, but his, even him, I mean, he would stop. Oh my gosh. I sat right behind him and just all day long guys stopping and asking questions. And he always answered them. I mean, it was never, it was never that. Um, but yeah, all those guys, man, Hawkins and Roberts and Jones and, uh, we had Zimmer and who else was had, uh, Zach and, um, fanning and that dude was a whole mob of us over there yeah and um yeah i I mean and it was i mean it was just literally like somebody needs a part here boom like and it wasn't even like oh you better make sure you bring that back type of deal it was just like you you, we got it you need it take it and um you know and it's look it's not exclusive to to gfrp uh five seven you know it's it's the I saw it all week with Custom Works and and saw it all week with Plan B and you know the X Ray guys and AFX and I mean, um, yeah, uh, it's the I, I'll say this right, I, I missed nineteen. I was there in eighteen. The vibe this year was so much different and better. There was zero drama. At this event, uh, yeah, you know, a couple guys, a little heat on the driver's stand, but the stuff that I'd seen before and the stuff I know went down in 19, uh, it wasn't there. And, um, that made it a really, really fun week. <sighs> um, 
Yeah. So I I know of, I know of everybody knows of a few factors, but I don't know. There there was a lot more this year that set the tone to the event um, than in years past. There's a lot of moving pieces and I don't know what all they were, but I'm, I'm glad that it was, I'm glad it was the vibe that we had. Yeah, it was definitely, definitely a good event. Um, also got to meet a couple other people that uh, planned on meeting when I was out there. I got to talk to a, an old Delaware boy, Arnie. Um, met yeah. Nathan Dean. Yeah, and so it was pretty good. Me and Arnie sat and talked for a little while. Then he got to thrashing on his car. And I went back into the trailer in my corner and thrashed on the car some more. So it was pretty cool. Pretty nice. Uh, oh, yeah. That reminds me. Um, people, if you're pitting with tables around trailers, don't set your pit table up right behind a ramp door on a trailer. That's just a little courtesy. Um, yeah. Let's see what else. Uh, Nathan didn't win sprint car. That was a shock. Um, hats off to Justin. Oh, that's another one. Even Draymeyer, he wasn't pitting with us. Uh, he was pitting over by uh, Ross Mayo on the concrete, which is like, if you got a pit with a table, I think that's the spot to be in. Um, but he was the same way, man. You know, super, super courteous. Anything he could do to help anybody, he was doing. Um, yeah, it's, ah, man, that's the refreshing part of it. That's that's why I love this particular hobby. Um, it might be the same in all of the other genres, but. Um, it's, it's really cool. Yeah. I, I, Nate, not, I don't remember that in one-to-one. That's for sure. No, no, dude. I, I've talked to my dad about that tremendously a lot. Um, and he's, he's, he's firmly told me that in the sixties and up into like the mid seventies, maybe late seventies, um, that's how it used to be. You know, you'd go to a track and uh, cause they would, you know, we were in Delaware. They would travel up to Reading, Pennsylvania and uh, Flemington, New Jersey a lot. And, you know, go up there and they'd be out to lunch. And it was just, you'd, you know, whoever the hot shoe was, you'd go over and say, Hey, this is what cars doing. What do you think? You know? And, um, you know, usually it'd be something like outrageous, you know, like way off on gearing or, you know, something crazy. Um, that was, you know, home track thing and, uh-huh. uh, they'd share it. And, you know, my, my dad's stance is basically at the point in time, money really started to get involved and guys started to do it for a living. Um, that all went away. Uh-huh. Yeah. That's his stance anyway. Uh-huh. <sighs> So, uh, let's see what else went on at the chili bowl, man. Um, they did the, the track rip up thing, uh, that they were planning with the Harley rake on the dingo. Uh, so the, the track never got, it never got grooved up. I mean, like eating tires grooved up. Um, so that, that was good. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I definitely had plenty of tires. Um, I didn't go through tires. Dude, I got I got four sets, brand new, four sets of the DE short course tires. 
and the set that was on the car still in good shape. Um, I came home with enough wingless tires to run Motorama. And if I'm ever anywhere that uses the Hoosiers, I've got three or four sets of those mounted up, ready to go. <laughs> I, I did. I had no tire wear really. Um, for the week, the only class I saw that was eating any tires was the rebars. And it wasn't bad. Um, not like in years past. Um, you know, I do know that, you know, there were some guys, um, that would have liked it to not be ripped quite as much just for the time factor. Um, you know, I noticed kind of as the week went on that the, the 30 minute tear up started getting longer and longer. And, um, you know, Hey, I, I, I totally get that. Um, yeah. (laughs) <laughs> I haven't, haven't, haven't done it myself. I totally get that. So it's Definitely. not a knock. Um, but, uh, yeah, I mean, I was, if, if there was a complaint that could have been the only complaint that I even really heard was like, ah, I don't it think had I, to be, I don't know what else there could have been. Yeah. I, I mean, you know, a couple guys, well, I wish they wouldn't tear it up as much. Maybe let the track go a little bit more. Heck we're not wearing tires and stuff like that. Um, I'll say this and, and, and this again, look, I mean, the, the chili bowl was, I mean, that's our super bowl. That's our pinnacle. That's our modern day open wheel, whatever you want to call it. So I don't want you to think I'm knocking the event or, you know, the sky's falling type of deal, but attendance was down, um, this year. I know, um, uh, we were going to try to do that round table. And when it came like 30 minutes prior to it, um, the only person that was ready was like Dean. Nathan was like, yeah, I'm ready. We're going to do this. And I was like, <laughs> uh, don't think anybody else is ready. And, um, it was weird. Scotty did his registration different than when I was there in 18 and the line was outrageous. And it was long. Yeah, and the line ran right where I wanted to do the round table. Um, so that kind of messed that up. But what what got me was that he was letting people like sign up on the spot for classes. Um, cause I know some people, I mean, we had a couple guys from our area that actually signed up, couldn't make it last minute, you know, whatever. Um, right. But I still think when it was all said and done, when we started heat races, I think there was only 389 signed in something like that. And, um, yeah, I don't think it's a, I don't think it's like a sign of, Oh, you know, the events on a decline. Oh, right. Uh, But, uh, you know, it is a trend to watch. Um, 18 and 19 were definitely the biggest. Um, but you know, again, you got to take a whole week off cost to travel, hotel, food, uh, tires, blah, blah, blah. You know, I mean, it's, it's, it's not an event for everybody. It's an event. Everybody should go to one time. For it's sure. not, it's not an event for everybody to run, uh, regularly. <clears throat> I thought, I thought the racing was clean. I mean, yeah, short course mod, definitely some some beating and banging. But I, I think that's the nature of the class. I've never, I I can't say that. I was going to say something that I can't. I was going to say, well, I've never seen them run clean. No, I did in February. Um, yeah. 
but yeah, I just, you know, they're big cars. They're a little goofy. Um, you know, they, they, they do beat and bang a little bit, but I didn't see anything intentionally dirty. I, I didn't see that all week. <sighs> so hats off to Scotty hats off to Travis, uh, on track prep. Um, the whole crew, man. I mean, uh, Dale Hartzell, you know, all those guys, uh, J rod, I mean, they all busted their butt, had the place yeah, set did. up looking great. Um, and I can say without a doubt now how much more I appreciate all the work that goes into an event For like sure. that. <laughs> <sighs> yeah. Um, oh, uh, so my racing, I, yeah, for me, I did good. Um, I was in a transfer spot in the B main and wingless to go to the A and the third place guy tapped me. I don't think it was intentional. It was just racing thing. And I couldn't, couldn't catch it back up. And, uh, I ran a bad motor all week in SC mod. And, um, finally when it came time for the lower mains, I swapped motors out <laughs> and then I couldn't keep the front end of the car down. Um, transferred out of one. I don't know if that was the D or whatever. Uh, went up to the next and got up to third and was pulling second and a lap car got me. Um, just one of those things. Well, again, not intentional, just a racing incident. Um, but yeah, I, I mean, I, dude, I was, I was thrilled with my racing, you know, it's just one of those events. <sighs> Hey, your, car, your cars looked really good. Yeah, sure. yeah, they, they looked way better. Really looked good. Yeah, they looked way better than a driver. Um, but <laughs> it, the amount of there's a ton of skill, right? I mean, there's a reason Nathan Dean usually TQs sprint. There's this ton of skill involved in it. There's also a tremendous amount of luck, right? Because I think that's what happened to Nathan. I think he got tangled with a car in the A, and he just couldn't catch back up to Draymire at that point. Right. Um, you know, it was just one of those times, you know, the flip of the coin didn't go his way. So, you know, with the point system, the amount of cars that are there, um, you know, it takes a ton of skill, takes a fair amount of luck too, to make the A's in those events. Um, so yeah, uh, I mean, I don't know who all won what now at this point. I know, uh, Alex Fanning won, SC mod, Draymeyer one sprint, um, Max I think one, couple of the other classes, uh, yeah, good stuff. Man. One, SC mod, yeah, um, yeah, I said that one. Or um, one Max won the Midwest mod. Okay, who won late model? Uh, that would have been Fleur. Okay. So yeah, I thought Max, Max won, won too. Yeah. yeah. Max won it. Okay. Yeah. So, I mean, good racing, good, good watch. I mean, good races to watch. Um, great. Dude, great event, man. I, I don't know what else to say. You can't. Yes. If you haven't been, uh, go. Like, when the sign-ups open, get signed up, go. You, you will not be disappointed. Um, Unless you think you're going to go there and win. Like it's the only way you're going to be disappointed. Uh, maybe you will. Who knows? Um, but, all right. So, let's uh, switch gears a little bit. 
And um, so you drove home. I flew home. <laughs> and I think that week I had really considered that, oh, it's going to be a chill week. Ain't going to have much to do. Knock a podcast out. Do a little bit of Motorama prep. This, that, and the other. Oh, number one, I was straight up exhausted. And then, of course, the Chili Bowl flu hit. Yes, that's no joke. Yeah, actually, what sucked for me is I came down with it at the event. Like, Friday night, I think's when it hit me. Because I got a text message about, like, hey, we're going to such and such restaurant. You, you want a seat? And I just sent back a picture of, like half drunk bottle of NyQuil <laughs> and a, some, some, uh, some type of pills for a cold. And, uh, yeah, I, I was doing it in. So I was still, man, I was still recovering when I got home, then just tired. Good grief. So that week, um, I think that week for both of us was basically just a recovery week. It was. Cause yeah. I wasn't feeling good after I got home. Right. Yeah, and then um, you you went full tilt, uh, cutting a bunch of RC bodies yes, at some point in time after all that, and uh, mm-hmm. so you were slammed up busy, and um, and then that's about when I started getting flooded with a million questions a day, and uh, I think we closed signups. Right. Like, yeah, but yeah, I think we just closed signups right around that time, also. Yeah, and then and then it was all the, hey man, my dog ate my. Oh no, sorry. <laughs> that really happened. <laughs> Somebody's tickets to get eaten by their dog. I forgot about that. Um, <laughs> hey man, my computer didn't work. I couldn't get signed up. Is there any room left? And uh, all that good stuff. So. Um, uh, what we're talking about is Motorama, uh, the Northeast Nationals at the uh, Pennsylvania Farm Show Complex. And we had set the cutoff at um, 250. Um, oh, it was while we were at the Chili Bowl. This is another thing I forgot to mention. Uh, talked with Scotty Ernst a lot at the Chili Bowl. He was super gracious about you know, trying to just help us think through everything and car count and, you know, just the flow of the event. So um, thanks to Scotty Ernst, man, class act. There's a reason why he's the best. Um, just a great dude. So we, 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 we set it at 250. And then, um, and just for, uh, you know, we went into the event being transparent and so we're going to continue the transparency um i got a lot of questions of how if you were closing it at 250 did you start 274 in the heat races so it's very simple um what we did is when we capped it at 250 we looked across the field and we agreed that as long as it wouldn't add another heat race, 
um, we would, we would fill the heat races up. So, you know, if a sprint had two cars or three cars in a heat race, well, that gave us four or five spots. Um, so seven classes, those extra spots. And then, um, as a courtesy to vendors, um, if they needed a spot to race, uh, since they're paying such a high premium to be a vendor there, um, that, that was only, that's only good business. Um, and that's just, you, you can like that or not. If you don't like that, you think that's unfair, <laughs> buy a vendor spot. Um, so yeah, that's how we ended up at 274. Ah, uh, wow. I don't even know where to start with this event. So man, it was such a blur leading up to it. The, the week or two, um, just trying to make sure, man, that we didn't forget anything. Um, I, I, I told, uh, Rob from custom works and I told Dustin from GFRP, I said, guys, if this fails, it's not going to be from a lack of planning or trying. Um, I going into it, I mean, even before the event, I clocked, I had over like 60 some hours uh, invested in promoting and organizing and, you know, all of those things, uh, you know, before we even showed up to the track. Oh, yeah. And then you know, the week leading up to it, um, scrambling to paint wallboards in my shop <laughs> and, um, make sure we got cables for this and, you know, tamps and this, that, and the other. Um, yeah. So, uh, Thursday, right. Help me out here, yep. Adam. Yep. Thursday showed up for track built 10 o'clock in the morning. Hmm. Yeah, so um, we left my house, myself and my two boys, uh, I think at 6.30, 7. That sounds six, about right. Yeah, 6.37, something like that. It's a road. It's like three hour, three hour, 15 minute drive. <laughs> I was not thrilled uh, because I knew it, it had just done a slow soaker rain for like two days prior up there. Uh, and I knew the dirt was outside. I'm going, Oh my gosh, this is going to be terrible. Um, so we get there, we get in the building and we just have, we just have piles of dirt, not even where it's supposed to be. No equipment. And I'm going, Oh, this is not starting good, man. This is not starting good. So I had, I had visualized everything in my head a certain way based off of how it had been the year before when it was an off road track. So I had literally like mapped the building out on paper based off of that. And so we get there and the dirt's not where it was then. And so I'm like, I'm having a, you know, heart palpitations over there. <laughs> <sighs> And, um, so somebody, we, we meet the Motorama staff that we'd been emailing and on the phone with one of them, 
runs out in the parking lot and a guy's out there on a big like 938 cat loader and uh flags him down but this dude comes brings it in the building and like puts the dirt where i want it and even like kind of spreads it out a little bit for us i'm like all right man we're gonna this is good and you know here comes the union uh scaffolding guys and they build our uh scoring tower and um man we're rolling on rolling at that point yeah, and I'm like, oh, dude, we're we're really going to get to uh, turn some laps tonight. And uh, yeah, that's when the next um, <laughs> that's when the next headache uh, rose up. And um, so the oh, I'm probably going to mess this up. I think it's the trains and lanes in Pennsylvania track crew is who has built the eight scale and the ten scale track. Um, for as really as long as they've been doing Motorama. And so, um, they're over there building Scotty's track first, right? I can't, can't knock that. So I go over, talk to the guy, Hey man, can we get some equipment? And he's like, well, if you want the skid steer, it's going to be, you know, a couple more hours at least. And I'm like, Oh, this ain't good. (laughs) And so he goes, but Hey, you know, man, look, if, um, if you help me out, I'll help you out. I got this dozer here we're building this track with. I need to march it down to the arena cross inside this building. If you can help me do that, that's going to save me a ton of time. And I said, well, what's the odds that we can use that dozer? And he's like, bro, you knock yourself out. So uh, we wrangled up a crew and <laughs> um, grabbed a bunch of boards and a track, and we went through the building stopped off on our track i jumped on it and got it somewhat level and kind of how we wanted it and um got it off of there and i I, we were supposed to i feel bad because we were supposed to finish moving it down to the arena cross but i got distracted and next thing i know (laughs) one of their guys had gotten it and was moving it so i was like okay no harm no foul and um then we ended up getting a guy who couldn't run equipment that was over there on a rubber tire. Uh, Bobcat at some point in time, we had to kick him off cause he was, yeah. he was making it worse than <laughs> helping Definitely. it. Um, but at some point in time, like four hours later than we had wanted, finally Steve, like the head dude with the track building comes over with his track skid steer and, uh, you know, he's like, well, you want to run it? I, you know, I was like, dude, it's your machine. You run it, you know, knock yourself out. Uh, so he goes ahead and throws a shape on it and, um, you know, credit where credit's due, man. He, he, he did a really good job. He um, he didn't understand. I think what I was trying to explain about a pit lane and he accidentally took our pit lane out um, did. <laughs> and put it, put it in a track. Uh, but you know, man, you know, you get lemons, you make lemonade. So we took shovels and rakes and ramped it down onto the, or to the, to the concrete and, uh, made our own. And, um, yeah. So (sighs) through the process of it all, man, I started noticing some big rocks in the track and, um, yeah, I guess that would have been the story of the week was, uh, was rocks. Yeah, it definitely was. Um, 
Yeah, I don't know. Still nobody can give me an answer. I don't know if the dirt was stored on a gravel parking lot and when they scooped it up, because it's that's that dirt is owned by Motorama and it stays on the farm show site all year. It's trucked in, gets trucked out and stored and, you know, whatever. So, I, like I said, I don't know if they picked up a bunch of 57 stone when they scooped it up, but, man, it had a lot of rocks in it. Um, but, uh, you know, I think everybody there, I heard it from everybody I talked to, they were like, man, you're doing all you can with what you got to work with. Um, you know, it's not near as bad as you're beating yourself up for. Uh, so keep rolling. Um, real quick, I just got to give a couple, uh, shout outs, um, to all the guys that like through the week jumped in and help. Um, I know I'm going to miss somebody. That's why I almost didn't mention this, but I, I, I feel so obligated to do it. Our buddy, Billy, um, he jumped in, uh, really helped with getting the walls and stuff up. Uh, Jeremy Williams and man, I can't think of that dude. Um, I see his face on Facebook too. <sighs> anyway, uh, Jeremy's buddy, um, those two dudes, they were like our aces, man. Um, Jim, Jim. Yeah. You not, you got it. Um, you know, Jeremy man jumped on the tractor to, uh, rake it and roll it. And Jim was, man, that dude was a rock finding fool, buddy. He was finding them <laughs> and throwing them out. And, um, yeah, he crushed it with that. um, Oh like Billy's son Chris, he he put in a lot of stakes for the walls for sure. Yes, yes. Um, huh, my gosh, man, we even had uh, Dustin out there shoveling and raking and picking up rocks at one point. Um, Troy Wagner, uh, Troy was out there. Yeah, Troy helped a lot. John um, M. Hall. John M. Hall. Yes, uh, John helped a ton. Um, ah, dude, just a uh, great man again that same vibe of like racers helping racers man those dudes you know they paid a ton of money to go there and race and they had no problem jumping in and Rus- help russ lebo russ lebo yeah russ lebo was our uh engineer of uh driver stand um yes he remembered a tool set when we didn't so um <laughs> he was he was highly beneficial the harpoon uh came through on that um yeah, we had our man um uh Chris Marquette doing the race calling and uh I think anybody that was there, you know, uh Chris really, you know, kind of adapted quickly and like kind of got the flow and you know, by the week's end, man, we by the end of the weekend, um dude, he was crushing it calling the races. Um he really gave that big car feel to it uh which was which was really nice um <laughs> uh we gotta thank scotty ernst again i was just getting ready to say that he's the just he's the, ready to say, gotta, gotta thank scotty <laughs> he bailed me out um i was bringing the timing system and forgot the loop under the track <sighs> so i walked over to scotty scotty said buddy what do you need i said scotty i need some help he said, what do you need <laughs> I said, you wouldn't have to have another time in loop, would you? He said, man, I've got six of them. 
I said, you got what? He says, I got six of them. I got three of them in this briefcase here and come over here. I got another box with them in there. I said, always bring six anywhere I go. I said, six? He said, never know when you're going to need one. Mm. I said, well, I need one. Oh, yeah. That was so awesome. Thanks, Scotty. Yeah. And again, dude, you know, S- Scotty, man, he, he came over and, um, you know, when he was having downtime and he would just hang out and, um, I can't say enough good about that guy. You know, I didn't know, I didn't know honestly how he was going to handle, you know, losing the the tent scale off road. I didn't know if he'd be bitter about that. Um, he actually kind of seemed relieved, you know, it's like one less thing off of his plate. Um, and, uh, yeah, just love that guy, man. Yeah. How does that guy do it by himself? That's what I want to know. Well, you know, I mean, he's been doing this a few times, so, you know, I mean, already like, uh, the, the, what I learned from Motorama, like I know without a doubt next year's is going to be even that much better. Um, you know, it's just little things you pick up as it goes along sure. and you're like, yeah, okay, I'll do that better next time. And that's, yeah, it just, it'll come more naturally. Um, just, and just to answer everybody for next year. Um, and this is what's cool. This is what I love about the Motorama event. This is why I want to be a part of the Motorama event. Um, two days or three days after the event was done, I think it was two, the owner of the Motorama event who also owns trailway speedway, um, in Pennsylvania, uh, emailed, emailed me and was like, Hey man, while it's fresh in your head, I just want to know how can we improve it for next year? We love it. You guys crushed it over there, heard nothing but good, positive things. So how can we make it better? And, um, I was like, dude, really? There's only one thing and that's dirt. We need different dirt. And he was like, all right, man, I'll start making phone calls and figure that out. How many loads you want? And I was like, wow, that easy, huh? You know? (laughs) And, um, yeah. So next year, um, we're going to have new dirt. Uh, whether it's going to be screened or, you know, whatever, we don't, we don't know all that, but like, he knows what we need now. Um, so should be good on that. Uh, so, you know, Thursday night, um, tracks, you know, tracks coming together. Uh, it was wild though, to see, you know, Dustin come rolling in max, you know, Max backs the CW van inside the building, is unloading and setting up. And, um, and it was wild, just wild, man, to like see, like basically the Chili Bowl setting up sure. inside this building here in Pennsylvania. And, uh, that was, it was really cool. And then Friday morning, um, man, I've had, my wife's my wife's had three children. I've been there for every birth. Um, I've been in some crazy situations in my life, but that first thirty to forty five minutes when those doors open and it's just a mob of people just flooding in. I mean, you know, think of any time like you've seen an event on TV when the doors are open and there's this massive mob outside. That's really how it was, and. um you know, I got 
17 million questions being thrown at me. Can we set up here? Can we do this? Can we do that? And, uh, you know, Scotty, man, he's just like standing where everybody's coming in, just smiling, happy as can be, greeting everybody, not stressed one bit. I'm like, okay. All right, Scotty. I'm taking notes. I'll get there. Um, you know, again, I, everybody was like courteous and orderly. I only had, we had one fire marshal violation and that was quickly remedied. And it wasn't even an oval guy. It was one of the eight scale because we had to overflow eight scale guys. Um, and he decided that he needed a wing table running right through the walkway. Um, fire marshal shut that down super quick. Um, yeah. Uh, okay. All right. Um, Adam, I, I got something I want to say, but I'm going to formulate it in my head how to, how to <laughs> say it. So, uh, um, is there anything you want to say so I can get out how I want to say this in my head about the event? It, it was definitely, it was a good event. Um, mm. I can't wait to do it again. Okay. Um, I'll be better prepared for it next year. I mean, uh, tech, uh, that was something that we've not had a lot of in this area, and it seemed to go very well. It seemed like we had a lot of people that were very positive about it. Mm-hmm. Um, it didn't seem to mind it. And I, I think that's a good thing for our area. Oh, yeah. Yeah. You know, it's funny though, man. I gotta say, the only people that really complained about tech were people who I would call my friends. All the other people that we had to fail, uh, maybe they were complaining to their friends. I don't know. But um, yeah, that was the only people was like, you know, people I consider friends are like, ah, oh, this is stupid. Why, what, what's it matter? And, like it matters because it, it's in the rules, man. We're all yeah. we're all we're all trying to be equal here, and um, yeah. Uh, I mean, I, I mean, I felt bad. I sent a guy, told him he couldn't race, had the wrong car. No, I told him he couldn't race. I don't know if he had anything else to race or not, but I think he went home. He didn't have anything to race. Yeah. Yeah, but man, we made such an effort to really get the rules out there, get the information out. And I mean, it does suck, but you know, read the rules, man. Um, so what I wanted to say, and I, man, I hope people know me well enough, you know, have listened to this show long enough to know that, um, um, this is part joke, part truth. I caught so much crap for choosing those sprinter tires. I mean, I had people call me everything under the sun that I was just stupid. And why didn't I do this? And I'm only doing this, you know, because of kickbacks or this, that, and the other. And, um, not a single person there had a negative thing to say about those tires. And it was actually, it was quite the opposite. Um, They bragged on the tires because you literally glued them up 
put them on a car and raced and they worked. And that was my whole goal going into this event with those tires. So yes, this is my moment to rub it in some of those people's faces that I wanted the tire to do a such and thing. I thought it was going to, and guess what? It actually did. So suck it. <sighs> yeah. So yeah, you didn't have to, that, that was a good thing about that tire. I mean, you didn't have to use snake oil or beard oil or any other kind of magic oil uh, to get them, the tires to work or look, man, um, they, look, they seem to work. I had a car at the chili bowl that Dustin came up two or three times and was like, man, your car is not working. Let me see your radio. He tried for a couple apps, bring it in, make a ton of adjustments, throw it back down. Your car's still not working. Finally, after like two times, three times of doing that, he said, bring that car in here. He grabs it. He looks at my tires, feels my tires. He goes, when you're done, clean those tires and give them to me. I said, okay. Next time I go back out, zero changes to the car. The car is on rails. And it was all tires. And I was like, this is stupid. You <laughs> should not have to put this much effort, this much time, and it make that much of a difference. Uh-oh. Dun, dun, dun. I lost him. Well, lovely people, give me just a second. Let me see if I can get him back on the line. Hello. Hey, hey, hey. Hey, what happened? I don't know, man. That's lovely uh, technology. Maybe my computer you, has COVID-19. I know. I was getting fired up. I, you know what I think that was? I think it was like divine appointment and um, kind of shut me down before I got fired up. Um, now, I'm hitting, <laughs> now I'm hitting all the wrong buttons on a computer. What am I doing? <laughs> oh, my gosh. All right. So, yeah. Anyway. I'm not even going to edit that out. Y'all going to get just the raw. Um, no, the point being, right, I've I fully witnessed, and I'll tell, I tell you what, another dude uh, from uh, Pennsylvania, uh, Scott, who runs at um, Mount Cobb, you know, he came up to me, and um, I let him use a set of tires. Um, man. Well, that just, that kind of gave away the whole story, but I let him use a set of tires and he brought them back to me cause he, he didn't bump out of the B or something. And, um, he was like, dude, those tires, <laughs> my tires don't work anything like that. I was like, yeah, they've, they've had that voodoo put on a man. And, um, you know, and we were all just like, this is just stupid. Uh, but the, the J concept sprinters, man, literally, literally. I didn't scuff them. They still had mold marks on them. Put them on. They went out and they worked. And if that wasn't enough, man, our man Cole Rhodes ran a set through, what did we figure it up? It was 12 races, I think. Something something outrageous like that. He ran all the rounds of practice and seeding 
and he broke both seating rounds. So he had to start dead last of the last SC mod main, which might've been an E or an F. Uh, There was an E main for sure. Okay, So then, yeah, either way he started dead last. He bumped up every single bump, got to the A and ran Justin down to the point of like, it was a transponder difference length difference um, of Justin beating him. I mean, it was one of those when he crossed the line, we honestly had to wait for Chris to announce who crossed it. Um, Yeah, it was close. Yeah. And same set of tires, the whole event. And, you you can't ask for better than that. Now, saying all that, is it the end all be all tire all for for all tracks? No. Uh, obviously, if you're on a grooved up, rubbered up track, that's not the tire. I mean, yeah, you could ghost them down, but at that point in time, there's there's better tires. But <clears throat> for our soil and for everything we got, it it is the tire, man. And for sure. <clears throat> You know, the only thing I feel bad for is so many people overbought tires. Um, and they do that. They don't like, what am I going to do with these tires now? I live in Indiana. I live in Iowa, (laughs) you know? Um, so yeah. Um, I ended up, I ended up buying Robert's tires because he wasn't going to use them, but I know we were going to use them. Yeah. I, um, just the other day when I was cleaning out my trailer, I was like, oh man, look at this. Look at this set of sprinters. There's another set of sprinters. I'm like, I won't even have to buy tires all summer. How awesome is that? Yeah. Uh, so about the racing, um, you know, we, we had a lot of the cats from uh, full throttle up uh, New York, um, David uh-huh. peak and, um, our buddy uh Dan from um oh crap uh, uh Tourdine Rushland yeah yep. uh he ran good and we had um uh you know the the big dogs came and and showed off uh you know Max and all those guys and Dustin all those guys you know SC Mod A main all 5 7 cars um, Draymeyer, you know, one sprint again. I mean, dude, you know, arguably the two biggest dirt oval races of the year. Uh, you know, Draymeyer takes them home. He goes home with a big M and a driller. So, uh, yeah. And that dude, like, uh, you know, he was like, yeah, I almost quit, you know, before these two races and gave it up. And I'm like, okay, well, you know, maybe just keep you, keep you around for a little bit. Um, how about, how about AJ? Oh yeah. Well, that's, yeah. So that's a cool story. So AJ Marasco, I think that's how you say it. Um, Jay concepts guy and him and, uh, Fred, uh, drove up from Florida to, you know, set up their vendor booth, uh, for Jay concepts. And he brought the old, the older, um, Jay concepts house car to run oval. Uh, you know, just to try it really. Um, he's not an oval guy or he wasn't. He's since, <laughs> since bought a sprint car. Um, 
Yeah. And, uh, you know, I loved his attitude cause he's like, I don't know what I'm doing. I'm just having fun. <laughs> and, you know, um, ended up bumping up and, uh, where did he end in the, um, the A it was up there. Six. Yeah. Yeah, man. And, um, ah, oh, dude, that's just, that's so, uh, I mean, he's, he does good in off-road. So it's not like he, he can't drive. Um, but, um, yeah, man. And then, so what was cool, um, was so not long after, um, Motorama, I had to go down to Orlando for a conference and we flew in Sunday night. Conference didn't start till Tuesday. So I had Monday to kill. So I was like, what am I going to do? Um, so I messaged, uh, Rona and I was like, Hey man, I got time to kill. Can I come out and like, just check out, you know, your operation. So, you know, off in a rental car I go and, um, <laughs> it's definitely not like a place set up for taking tours. It's just in a little tiny industrial park and little, you know, nondescript, uh, you know, sign with all the other companies. Um, so I'm like wandering around looking, like I can't find the entrance. It's not where it's supposed to be. Come to find out it, it was where it was supposed to be, but they only turn that on for when they know people were coming in and Jason <laughs> forgot that I was coming. So, um, he didn't turn it on for me. So I just ended up coming in a back door and, uh, I was like, yeah, is Jason around? And they were like, um, yeah, who are you? So anyway, point of the story was AJ was in there and he was molding some bodies. And, um, uh, so I talked for him a minute and he was like, man, that was a lot of fun. It's like, I didn't think it was going to be fun, but it was a lot of fun. And, uh, so that's good. And then him and Jason, like a day or two after I had been there, sat down and did like a YouTube video, just talking. And I mean, he kind of said the same thing. And I think that's really good, um, for RC Dirt Oval. Sure. It's a good plug, you know, um, those guys saying it's fun and, um, you know, it's exciting and, uh, yeah. Dude, I I feel good about this year. I feel like the drama level's low. You know, we we joke in some of our different group chats that like, man, there's no drama going on. What do we talk <laughs> about? You know, um, yeah. I I think I think once all this you know crap clears out, um, I I think it's gonna be a really fun fun racing season for sure. For sure. Yeah, I've been now I had the schedule ready and then all this stuff came up and kind of holding off to see what dates I need to change around. Yeah. Yeah, we're we're gonna have to play that loose. Um I guess I mean it it was never really a secret, but um so five sevens launched their twenty twenty prodigy. And, um, that was the car that I ran at the chili bowl. And, um, you know, I was thrilled with the other prodigy. I mean, we, that car, I know that car better than I know any other car I've ever owned just because we tried so many different things setup wise. Um, you know, it was like, we could never find a good balance. It would either have 
all the turn in and no forward drive or all forward drive and no turn in. And then finally, by the end of the summer, I was starting to get it balanced out. And then, um, you know, they, I knew they had been testing the team guys had been testing a bunch of stuff. And, um, so Dustin was lucky and, or nice enough to, I was lucky enough to be able to buy a prodigy off of Dustin, uh, the chili bowl, um, the 2020 and Oh my gosh. Oh son, that car is stupid. Good. It like, I mean, what's crazy about it, and and you you can testify to this. Um, that car turns in just like my sprint car does, but she'll straight pull the front tires if I'm not careful. Like, oh, it will, bro. It's got it's got all the four wheel drive you could want, and if you just barely let out of it and turn the wheel, man, she just hooks and cuts. And uh, whew, yeah, I, I really, I think Dustin's killing the class. He's he's a class killer. <laughs> Um, but yeah, that, that, oh my gosh, that car is stupid good. Um, wow. That, that car makes wanting to run SC mod like super fun because it's, it's like driving my sprint car now, you know? Yeah. Um, ah, come on, man. I'm ready to go racing. What else is going on, man? I, I mean, I guess, I guess to sum up Motorama, right? Like, I'm sure most of the listeners probably saw the video, like the Dustin did, and I saw tons of guys did write ups um, for it. Everybody was happy, uh, you know, it being a uh, three day event um, is huge, right? is huge. Uh, next year, you know, if everything goes to plan, um, we're going to increase, uh, capacity a little bit, um, change up the formatting a little bit, gonna, you know, we're, we're, we're going full tilt next year is going to be bigger and better. Um, yeah, I, the only thing I would say, and, and I'm, I'm not just, you know, I, I, it doesn't, it doesn't matter to me, you know, like money wise, if it's five people show up to race or 500, right? So I'm not blowing smoke when I say this. Um, if you want to go, do not wait to sign up because <clears throat> it's going to sell out quick this year um, or next year, whenever the heck that is. Um, yeah. Yeah. It, it's it's going to sell out and it's going to be like Chili Bowl caliber racing um but in three days and it's on a weekend right so you know i know guys got travel time to get here and to get back home <clears throat> but and not valentine's day <laughs> yeah and it won't be on valentine's day this this coming year so that opens it up even more uh so yeah it's gonna be off the chain um Nobody even says off the chain anymore. I just really made, my, made myself sound old. Uh, yeah, I, I don't know. Um, I'm just ready to go racing. I'm ready for summertime weather to get here. Um, 
it's weird with no drama happening. Um, there's not, there's not much to talk about new products. I know. Oh, a couple of new products. Uh, Sean Sanders had a uh, new sprint car that he had at the chili bowl. And I saw just this week, I think like it's actually listed on his website. Yeah. Uh, 2020 Mach one, I think is what it's called. Um, and I know at the Chili Bowl he was showing off like it had some trackside wheelbase adjustments or something. Yeah. Yep, something yep. crazy like that. So um you know, he's pushing it on that. I I've seen I've seen like I think Factory 41 has something new in the works and um uh gosh, I can't think of their name, but the X-ray dudes that were at the Chili Bowl, they got some Tech light. Tech light. Yeah. I don't know why I couldn't remember that. Um, I had some good looking rides, you know, I don't yep, know much. Yep. I don't, I don't know much about x-ray, but, um, you know, they, they look nice. Uh, ah, man. Oh, I guess the big thing, oh, this is what we could talk about. Something that was a hot topic. Um, at both races, uh, tire inserts. Hmm. We haven't talked about that. So, uh, this is how I know it to go down. Um, I had noticed I had double checked the rules a couple weeks prior to the chili bowl, maybe a month. And I just happened, it just happened to dawn on me that it didn't list, uh, no unaltered inserts, which is all it always had. So I said, huh, that's odd. I didn't really think much more about it. And then Apparently, a couple other people noticed that, and they actually reached out to Scotty. It was like, hey, it doesn't say that. And I, I think it was like, well, you know, the web guy or whatever, when he transferred over last year's to this year, it didn't get transferred over. And Scotty was kind of like, well, I didn't put it that you can't do it. So I'm sure guys have been doing it. So I'm just going to have to kind of let them do it. So, you know, that was a hot topic of punching holes and notching and v and um, but I guess the big thing has been all of these foam busters that everybody yeah. and their brothers, I mean, it's like, I think this year at uh, this time last year, it was like, everybody was making a tire washing tub and now everybody's making a foam buster of some variety. Um, I saw a triangle shaped one. Uh, like with, three wheels in it, yeah, or something. three skateboard wheels or something. Yeah. I think it's like seventy five bucks. Um, you know, of course, and then you know, Dustin, not to be outdone, he shows up with something <laughs> from like Europe or something that you know runs the tires against each other with a little tiny heat lamp or something, and that you know, that a couple hundred bucks or something, I'm sure. Um, you know, so tons, I think more guys stopped and looked at that at his pit table than his drag car or his, uh, anything else. You know, I was like, what's that? What, what are you doing? And, uh, so that was a hot topic. And now I guess everybody's into breaking their foams in. Um, well, Hey, look, <laughs> truth be told, I built my own before going to the chili bowl. And uh, I just took a drill and two um, dolly wheels, like caster wheels from Lowe's, put it all on a board with a uh, variable speed, um, like router controller from Harbor Freight and turned it on, walk away, come back five, 10 minutes later, 
switch tires and um right. you know i was breaking my foams in and then i at the chili bowl somebody had one real similar set up to it and um he was like yeah i just came up with this idea i was like yeah bro you're a couple weeks late i'd already had <laughs> i had one back in delaware i got time stamp video and photos of it um so yeah breaking in foams uh i guess that's gonna be the hot craze for this year um uh, you know, it does make a difference, man. Like, you know, there's a small window between like really working good and worn out. Um, so I get it. You know, it's one is it's an unfortunate thing. Um, it's part of the game now. Um, but you know, and, and that's the thing with like the chili bowl, especially not only do you have to have your cars, um, when it goes on a track, right? Like it's got to be capable of winning the race when you first put it down. Um, that's just a, you know, that's how close you have to be. Uh, but your tires, there's none of that crap. Oh, I got to, you know, my tires will come in in a minute or two. No, you don't, car, time. you don't know when your car goes down, every time it goes down, it has to have the best possible set of tires on it that it can have. And that's like those top guys, man, they have strategies of like, Oh, I'm going to run this set of tires and practice here. And then I'm going to bag them. And that's going to be my, you know, heat race tire. And then I'm going to take this set and that's going to be my main set of tires. And it's a, it's a whole other world, man. And, um, you know, it's even going, even going into the race, you know, guys were like, you know, guys were sitting down and going, okay, well, there's, you know, there's 70 sprint cars. So that means there's this many heat races and they're going to follow this order. So, uh, you know, they're like doing the math of uh, what kind of shape the track's going to be in. This is before they even like packed to go to the track, right? <laughs> they're already like, okay, I'm going to have a groove track you know, for this class and then this track's going to be, I mean, this, you know, this group's going to have a fluff track and like, ah, yeah, it, it's a whole other level. It's a, it's a ton of respect. And, you know, the way I kind of looked at it, it was, you know, I can't soak in everything, obviously, that I learned uh, that week because it was, it was volumes, man. Um, a lot. But, you know, if I can take two or three things, and really imp implement those into my program, um, you know, it's going to help me dramatically. For uh, sure. You know, and it's just, it's one of those things. If you can, you know, say every six months, you pick up two or three new things that are really important and vital, um, you know, you start, you start to get there. Because on, the, on that stage, that caliber, it's serious business, man. Hmm. It is for sure. Uh, man, I'm starting to run out of coffee. <laughs> that's not a good sign. Uh, yeah, so Tire Busters, that's the hot new product. Um, what else has come out? You remember anything that's really stood out? No. No. I got new wraps for my cars. I'm excited about that. Um, Apparently I'm one of the only people like on this planet that likes putting wraps on cars, but 
Cause I was, I sent like my, you know, just like a photo of just the wraps not installed. And I was like, yeah. And they're like, you're crazy. I hate, that's the worst part about RC. And I'm like, I, I love this part. I, it's like, you know, you put all the work and then like, that's the finishing touch. It's like, voila, it's done. So, um, but I can't, I can't get any paint right now because everybody's closed up. So, um, I might have to go do the plastic dip route. Uh, everybody keeps telling me about. I don't know. Then I'm afraid that's going to make the body too heavy, and I don't want to do that either. So Right. Uh, I'm just going clear bodies, man. I'm just clear bodies and wraps. Like, just be like the fast guys. Saving weight, man. It's strategy. Well, uh, Adam, unless you can think of anything uh, riveting in the RC world. I was just uh, cruising live RC to see if anything stuck out. I don't really see anything. Nah. I mean, all, you know, um, like right now, man, it's, everybody's got so much downtime. It's like there's a Facebook Live every night of something, <laughs> you know. And I, I thought about doing it and, you know... Just really like as kind of like a service to all the dirt oval guys of like, and there ain't much going on right now. Maybe we can do something, but you know, the honest truth is I don't even like watch them when people are doing them. I tried to watch Scotty Ernst the other night. I love Scotty, you know, but I watched like two minutes of it and I watched it long enough for Scotty to say hi to me and then say hi to like 200 other people. And I was like, yeah, I'm out, you know, no disrespect. It's just, um, Yeah, it's just, it's a thing of like in the evenings. Um, if I got my phone, I'm not using my phone to like watch something that I want to watch intently. Like my phone is like a something to kill time with. You know, it's like I'm right. I want to look at it, but I'm not like I don't want to invest in it. Um, so that's why I don't like watch like all the Facebook lives, man. I. I've heard some guys have been crushing it, like some of the off-road dudes with their videos and stuff. And I know Ryan Harris just did one. And, you know, if anybody's going to crush it, Ryan's going to be the guy. And yeah, I couldn't even get into it. So, um, yeah, I just kind of opted like, nah, ain't going to get into that. Um, <laughs> if I'm not into it, I'm not going to do it. Um, you know, I do hope. Um, I ain't making no promises because, man, it's just life's crazy. And I still got two more rooms in the house to finish. Um, <laughs> but I hope, hopefully we can, you know, do some more podcasts. Uh, you know, you guys, the listeners, man, just, you know, all the time, when's the next podcast? When's the next podcast? And um, I'd been telling everybody, I was like, well, you got to tell Chad Jones to get on it because I'm not doing another one until Chad Jones comes on. But yeah, he's, he don't even take my messages anymore. So I think. I think he's uh, officially stuck his feet in the ground and refusing to come on. So, <sighs> but yeah, I got a, you know, a bunch of people's like, I'd love to come on a show. So we'll, we'll try to get that going. Um, you know, I, I do know, like I said, I got two rooms and then I literally have boxes of RC stuff to sort through. Um, From February. And January. Because <laughs> I, Adam, I don't know if you remember, like, because like racing wasn't a priority for me at Motorama. Um, I didn't even unpack stuff from the Chili Bowl. I was like, oh, this is awesome. I can just leave it right in the trailer for the Motorama. Um, 
I mean, it was so bad. I I had to, I got people to glue my tires up for me at Motorama because, dude, I was like, uh, oh, I mean, I was so glad there was no social distancing or any of that stuff then. Because, man, if I shook one person's hand, I shook 10,000 people's hands. For Ever, sure. You know? And, um, and, and it's cool. Like, like, you know, that's why I was there, man, was to like, you know, be race promoter guy and all of that. And, you know, everybody wanted, you know, some of my time and like, I'm, I'm glad for that. And it was so cool. So many guys that I've talked to, you know, over the years and, uh, really hadn't had a chance to like connect with other than like see him at a track or whatever and be like, Hey, what's up? Um, you know, I got to have some really, really good conversations with some guys and uh, really make some relationships. And at the end of the day, man, when this is all said and done, that's what we're going to have, you know, is the relationships and the memories. And, um, you know, so that's, that's worth way more than a podium spot, uh, or, or any of that, you know, it was making memories, man. I saw, I saw people smiling, you know, my son, Kian, who did all the photography work that's on the, the Facebook page, you know, I, I like, it's like, Hey man, catch people smiling, right? Like that's what I want this to be known for is people having fun. And uh, you know, he did man. And, and, and people were smiling. People were having fun. I think they were, you know, people had never been to Motorama. They were blown away by the event. Um, this, the, the overall, the big event too, you know, what all you could go do and see and all the options there. Um, you know, and so, you know, uh, seriously, everybody who came up said, hi, had a conversation, man. Thank you guys. Like, uh, thanks for coming to the race. That's cool and all, but just thanks for, for connecting, man. Um, you know, thanks for being appreciative, right? Cause it was a, it was absolutely a labor of love. I know Adam, you'd say the exact same thing, man. Like it's rare you go and just, you know, spend money you know, right. Like, <laughs> you know, uh, I mean, we, we, we spent a ton of money out of our pockets, um, you know, to, to put that on and, um, I, I do it again in a heartbeat. Right. Cause For sure. you know, it's people, people had fun, man. And you know, there wasn't, I mean, like my local guys, right. I talked to them and they're like, I'm like, man, I can't wait to do that again. And they're like, oh my gosh, I wish it was next month. And I'm <laughs> like, yeah. And they're like, dude, there just wasn't any of the crap that you get at, um, you know, like these regional races, right? That's usually at somebody's home track or something. And uh, I think that I think that's the key. And I promise, guys, I'm going to shut up in a minute and go to bed. But I think that's the key is when you can, and that's what's the key to the Chili Bowl. Is it's a one-off track. Nobody has right. home field. Nobody has, um, you know, it's not even just home track. It's, it's, um, you know, he comes in, well, you know, that guy's tight with the race director and you know, Oh, he does this. And it's none of that, man. It was a level playing field for everybody. It was the same track. No one had an advantage. And, um, you know, that, that, that just, when you can eliminate drama, uh, you know, right from the gate and, you know, it's um, when we had the driver's meeting and I was like, you know, if you're not ready, um, if we have to wait for you, like we're not. And if you're not marshalling, I'm going to straight up put a, put a guy in a chair out there and like record names and you, your seating won't count. Right. 
And all that, I know that I had some people was like, oh my gosh, dude, why are you so mad? And I'm like, I'm not mad. I'm setting it right now. We're not going to have drama. Right. And if we can not have drama, then everybody can have fun. That's what happened. Yeah. And last thing I promise really, look, I'm, I'm, I'm promising I'm done. <sighs> no other race that I know of. And I don't care if you're talking off-road, if you're talking whatever. I don't know of another RC race that's going to get a crowd like you have at Motorama. And that's the most amazing thing about that event. We had a set of bleachers, and it stayed full. And we had probably enough room for two more sets of bleachers, and that was standing room only. And uh, Definitely. You know, I, I I talked with Rob from Custom Works, and Rob was like, dude, I had no idea. He's like, I had all day long people stopping. I had no idea this existed, right? And what better way to get it in front of them? And then it's not even that, right? Like, yeah, there's 50,000 people that come through here. But that number's meaningless if those people were into boats. These are motorsports right. enthusiasts in sprint car country man and i mean dirt racing in general but you know i mean it's kind of known for the pa posse and all that Definitely. stuff um you know so it's like where else can you get put in in front of such a large captive audience that's already your targeted customer base come on man it, dude it's and, and that's what like i mean all the vendors i talk to that were like dirt oval specific guys. Um, they were like, Oh my gosh, our ROI on this was huge. We might not sell a car kit, but the sheer exposure we brought to the hobby will pay massive dividends down the road. For sure. For sure. <sighs> so yeah, vendors, I hate to tell you, your spots are going up next year. No, I'm just playing. I have no control over what Motorama charges, but if I was in charge, uh, y'all be paying, you'd straight up be paying big time. Um, yeah. So yeah, man, life's good. Uh, we'll be back racing soon. I got my big six figure check from J concepts for selling all those tires from Motorama. It was dude, it was so big. I had to go down in person to collect it, you know, nice. Yeah, because, you know, Florida, man, they deal in all that, you know, this deal in cash. So, you know, Jason didn't want to ship the box of cash up here. So I had my briefcase with the handcuff, like an 80s, you know, cop movie and strolling through the airport like just a big kingpin. And yeah. Yeah. All right, man, I'm getting silly. So unless you got anything else, man, I think we're going to wrap this up. I don't have anything. Cool. Uh, well, you know, a big thank you to, uh, Dustin and, and the five, seven guys. Um, you know, we bragged on them earlier, but you know, man, they were, they were class acts. Uh, they welcomed Adam and myself and, uh, Kyle Adams brother, you know, right in and, um, helped us out, gave us tons of advice, uh, tons of setup help. and. 
you know, so those, those guys rock, man. Uh, for sure. Our good buddy, uh, Scooter Allison. Oh, that reminds me. I was supposed to do this in the beginning. Um, I got distracted. So we're going to do it at the end. If you're still listening. Um, we did two secret words tonight. I hope Adam did his secret word. Um, if not, it's one secret word. Uh, there's supposed to be some secret words in this podcast. If you can guess the secret words on uh, the post when I post this podcast tomorrow, um, it, the first person to guess both words correctly or one word, we'll confer about that later. Um, and the guess them and get them right. Uh, they will get a free bottle of Papa Willie's and a choice of uh, sticker sheets. So, uh, good luck. Hopefully you can guess them and, uh, just have some fun, something silly, but you know, uh, thanks to my buddy Scooter. Uh, he was, he was heartbroken. He couldn't make it to either Chili Bowl or Motorama. Poor yeah. guy. He doesn't get race at all. Um, yeah. Uh, gosh. Um, I guess that's it, man. My list of people I have to thank shrunk dramatically from last year to this year. Uh, it's kind of cool. Um, yeah, I guess I, I have one sponsor now. Uh, well, I have one official sponsor is Papa Willie's. So I'm good with that. I have other people that, um, I like to support, uh, my car is going to have WNRC speedway on it this year, man. Thank you. Yeah, I got to got to rep my track, man. Um Yeah, uh, let's see look, man. I told you I was going to try to shut up. I can't. I have a mission this year and I just want to help club racing. And um so I've been asked a lot, "Oh, you going to travel here? You going to travel there?" I'm going to do one, maybe two travels. I just really want to help my club scene. I really want to see it grow. Uh so that's kind of my mission. Um you know, I think club racing feeds big events and then big events feed back into club events. Um, so I think it's a good cycle and I just want to support that cycle. Um, and just uh, continue to see it grow, continue to see people have fun, make friends, make memories, man. Um, <sighs> all right, Adam, thanks for coming on, man. Um, no problem. Thank you. Oh, psh, dude. Yeah. We'll get you back on here. Um, cool. Hey, I got to get Scooter back. You know what we're going to do? We're going to get you and Scooter on here at the same time. Yeah, let's uh, do it. Yeah. We'll have the bearded podcast. That's uh, right. Yeah. So if you've hung in this long, thank you. Cause you've really just put up with about 20 minutes of nonsense. Uh, anyway, uh, guys, thank you for listening. I know it's been like three months. Um, hopefully, hopefully, I got all my podcast stuff home again. Um, Cause start knocking out some episodes again. Just try to have some fun. Uh, get some old guests on, some new guests on. And uh, see what we can come up with. And guys, until next time, that's a wrap. <laughs>